Hello and welcome back to Podcasting as Practice. I'm David, my pronouns are he and him. I'm James, my pronouns are they and them. I'm Jamie, my pronouns are he and him. I'm Rob, mine are he and him. And I'm Alistair, my pronouns are also he and him. It's it's episode time. That's that's Once what again. I say now. To yeah. start to start the it's, episode. Yes, that way is that the new hotness? Is that what all the cool that's, kids that's, are saying that's now? It, yeah. It, yeah, is this is this that's, what we're doing now? Yeah. It's the it's the phrase that triggers David magical girl transformation sequence, so sure. Okay. I'll leave it unchallenged because I feel like it'll be a mistake to challenge it. <laughs> um Ah, he sees the trap coming. Yes. Right, okay. Um, so Don't, don't violate have... the non-aggression protocol is what I always uh, say. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I, I shall not make the, the mistake that Captain Ancap is bound to eventually. Um, general. General. Everyone keeps no, fuck him. demoting him. I, I will not respect his rank or his officer class. No. Um, okay, so uh, we have an episode to do. I have an article that I have been holding in reserve for about three weeks until the, the right time to inflict oh, it on Rob. Oh, yeah. Keep your powder oh, dry. Fun. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to that in a bit, but wet. first... <laughs> yes, I'm Only the wettest ink, ink for our beloved listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, before we get to that, uh, James, you, you pulled some news nuggets together, didn't you? So... Yeah, well, we? I figured I figured we'd we just take a quick recap of where we're at in Britain today, because um, I don't know if, if you're aware, but we've got this guy called Rishi Sunak, who's our prime minister. Um, you don't really hear him doing very much, but recently he decided he's going to tackle one of the most important issues to us today. Um, Sucking which is off Elon Musk. Nope, nope, nope. I mean, I'm yeah. sure he's probably doing that, though I hear Israel's currently filling in that role at present. No, um, Rishi Sunak has decided that you need to take a stand on a very important issue. You know, there's something that's, that's so important to the soul of a nation, he just has to put it above everything else. And so, Is just it yesterday, standing he... on top of the necks of trans people? Uh, well, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Oh, no, good. it's uh, this particular... This particular incident is Rishi Sunak cancelled his meeting with the Greek Prime Minister after he felt... Um, that the Greek Prime Minister broke a promise not to discuss the Parthenon sculptures. Um, so basically, according to Downing Street, right, the Greek Prime Minister had agreed we're not going to talk about the Parthenon sculptures and, like, you know, giving them back to Greece. We're just not going to do that. And just one it was question. All it was all fine. Is it about yeah. the Parthen- Parthenon sculptures? Maybe. It is about <laughs> Parthenon sculptures. <laughs> He's, he's straight up like so. The, the, it's Downing Street saying that the Greek Prime Minister started talking about repatriating them, and so Rishi Sunak was like, "Well, this will not do. We agreed that was the one thing he wasn't going to do, and so decided to cancel the meeting." But it's since come out that the um, the the uh, Greek government basically says they didn't do this. They never agreed not to not discuss it, and uh, you know they they kind of a bit flummoxed that the Prime Minister would just cancel all his visits with the Greek Prime Minister because are of this you, out of are nowhere. Are you saying that the current Tory government in a fit of pique and, you know, trying once again desperately to, you know, claim the, the, the you know, the idiot news agenda on the front pages, like just made up some random shit that will play well for like the most hooting insane crowd you've ever seen in your fucking life? Because I find that I can't credit that shit at all. I'm sorry, but that, Ooh. no. 
Well, I, I, Rob, I find it difficult to imagine the public would get that worked up about the repatriation of the Elgin marbles, but, you know, well, here we are. Yeah, like, you know, give Richard Littlejohn, like, three hours. <laughs> but it's it's bizarre because this has actually had, like, a major diplomatic repercussion and, like, caused problems with, uh, you know, what was meant to be our ally, Greece, and um, it just torched it. Like, they basically binned off an entire, you know, important meeting that was meant to take place and all the, was the it that important, important stuff around it. Yeah. Does it matter that like, much? What's Greece, what's Greece got except for, like, foreign people? We don't want uh, yeah. none of those. Yeah. Not to mention on their end, it was a meeting with Rishi Sunak. Like, how important could that have been? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we might, we might, they might not get an invite to the next AI summit. It could be, you know, dire I mean, I've, I've made, for the Greek government. I've made a mental note that if I ever need to get out of a meeting with Rishi Sunak, I bring up those fucking sculptures. So, yeah. <laughs> like, Rishi Sunak that's, that's cuts about fucking, like the Greeks were just like, what? What can we? What can we say that'll get this prick to fucking like pull the ripcord? Yeah, Rishi Sunak <laughs> cuts about like an avatar of the European Central Bank. So like, I don't understand what Greece would ever want to do sitting in the same fucking room as the cunt. Oh, it's pretty much because the, the Greek government is the same one that caused the Greek crisis again. So, you know, don't worry about it. They're all cunts again. Pass ox back. It, it, it's not, you know, but in spirit it is. Winks jo- in a jolly manner. We never left. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, though. Labour have weighed in with the sage and statement, like, you know, that comment uh, that they consider it. The other pass ox meet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they've they've said the whole row is petty and small minded. So oh, there you go. Right. Very unlike us. Mm. <laughs> did did they did they affect like much like the brain pan of the Greek to that sentence or something like that? Like, <laughs> I mean, he might have thought it internally. Who can say? Who knows what's on mm. that man's mind? But still, um, but yeah, like again, it's just it's just an example of like Rishi Sunak decides. Oh, this would be good fodder. To stir some shit up in the press, and we just go ahead and do it. And but now we've raised the stakes to the point where we're just willing to kind of like tread over carefully co- orchestrated diplomatic visits in order to get good press. Yeah, but, but um, you know, apart <sighs> from because like it, it, I don't know much about Greek politics anymore because you know it's just sad and depressing there now as it is everywhere else. But like mm. in my last memory of all this stuff, the the, the what they were doing it was it was basically just like you know, with a wink and a nudge, like murdering migrants in the sea and like we were fine. So like the less Rishi Sunak interacts with those people, quite frankly, the happier I am. Like, I mean, you know. Maybe if we're lucky, we'll go to war. That would be, you know, we can only hope. (laughs) Do we have another Lord Byron we can send? Like some idiot Fauntleroy that we can just hoof off. (laughs) I think he's busy doing podcasts. I mean, we're about to have a Lord Cameron, so maybe. Um, But I will, just to to finish off this particular item, I'll just read a little quote from a BBC article. Um, Just just some unbiased language. The sculptures are a collection of ancient Greek treasures from the Parthenon in Athens, which were taken and brought to the UK by British diplomat Lord Elgin in the early 19th century. Just taken and brought. Yeah. Yeah. As you do. They were just there. They're not wrong. No. Who could possibly object to such a thing? Though I presume there was no rule against uh, taking taking all those uh, statues. <laughs> who can say? Thanks to him, but they now is... have a sign. Yeah. <laughs> do not steal Thanks our national the... treasures. 
thanks to them, thanks to him, they now have a long-standing Greek national policy, which is apparently really well known. And you know, they would never in a million years agree not to talk about it because it's very kind of is, core is, to their is, political Is the platform. policy do not bring trust Brits, especially if they steal our gift? Well, I mean, it fucking should have been, frankly. They should have seen something like this coming. But hey-ho. But that's it. That's Rishi like, Sunak like... brandishing a copy of Airbud just to try and make his point. <laughs> but this is this is, this is what the press has been talking about today at time of recording. They've just been going on about this issue and saying that, you know, this is the big story. Um, so I'm just going to take a big <sighs> sip of this drink and just go see if there's anything else that's been circulating that they might have been wanting to distract from. Um... Oh, uh, check this one out from The Telegraph. Um, Britain faces UN blacklist after lobbying by trans rights groups. I wonder what that could be about. Also, check out the fucking structure of that headline. Um, yeah, so Britain could be blacklisted at the UN's human rights body over its defense of biological sex. Love The Telegraph. Um, the UK's <sighs> Equalities and Human Rights Commission is facing a special review of its international accreditation after lobbying by trans rights groups led by Stonewall. The controversial LGBT charity. Controversial. Um, fuck's sake. It's the fucking Telegraph, man. But in all seriousness, like, the story here is essentially a whole bunch of um, trans rights organisations and just LGBT and general queer organisations in the UK and abroad have all written to the UN um, and basically said, hey, uh, we don't hey, think... Britain's you- shit. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. don't think the, the UK is in compliance with human rights law. Uh, and we'd like you to do a prom a, a former proper review. Um, specifically, well, this isn't just like a, a meaningless kind of, it's not going to end in like a report. Um, if it actually goes through, if it is stripped of its status, then it means the UK will no longer have a place at the table of the UN Human Rights Council and other UN bodies which are related. So, okay, I mean, that sounds actually, like a net actually, good. Yeah, does anyone pay any attention to those? I mean, uh, yes, they kind of do, yeah. actually. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of somewhat important, um, especially to do with like funding allocation from like the UN and a bunch of other stuff. Like it's like so a little bit about the UN. UN does very little when America decides it wants to just do something, but outside of those like you know current topical issues, uh, the UN is basically a body that coordinates a lot of international aid. That's like one of its major kind of functions. One of the things where the UN actually does something that's worthwhile. You know, it's not very good at stopping conflicts per se. But it is quite good at, like, supporting some of the, you know, wretched of the earth, essentially. And key to that is their structure of committees, including the UN Human Rights Council. So what this means in practice is that all the Western nations use this as a means for, like, peddling soft power. Like, you know, hey, you uh, you support us or we can come up with some kind of deal and in exchange we'll give you, like, a good nod in these various different bodies. And, you know, that means you'll get some money down the line and some support for your populations. And it but, basically acts as an, a, an organ of soft power. And I, UK rem- might I remember about- a few years ago when the UN like had to start distributing like, food packages to British children, because, you know, what with the starving and the dying and the everything, that uh, it was actually, the UN was actually doing Britain down and it should, you know, stay yeah. out of our precious business. Oh, as, we well, all, as we all learned last week, the UN is Hamas, so... Also that, yeah. yeah well... Well, imagine um, being we a starving need... child and getting a halal meal. Truly, there is no greater crime than you have. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, so we, we may well face the spectre that Britain loses yet more international influence. Like, cold hard, like, hey, we will give you, we will we will help you get the votes you need and get the, the resources you want. Uh, we might be losing that because we're Turf Island. 
that's uh, that's what the UK is currently facing. I mean, apparently, okay, but, I mean, I I think that's just going to be like the government's going to see that as a good thing because they no longer have to pretend. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like human, remember human how we're rights, trying to get rid rights of are also Hamas. Yeah, in case anyone hasn't noticed, like, like the government's actively wanted to get rid of the concept of human rights for some time now. This doesn't seem like much of a roadblock. Yeah. And much, much like I, I want, you know, more protection and anything, you know, I'll take the UN if it comes to it to like protect our like trans, you know, brothers and sisters from the fucking British government. I will take it. But like, broadly speaking, the less influence the United Kingdom has in the world, given its, you know, yeah, hundreds of years of bloodshed and violence, uh, uh, you know, I, a single t- tear rolls down my cheek. Well, I mean, look, I think the whole thing's pretty overblown. Um, you know, it's not like the UK is going around and issuing updated guidance to teachers around... Ah, tra- oh, shit. Oh, dear. Oh, Here we go. Yeah, I saw that. Fuck me. Yeah, it, exclusive from the Times, teachers will not be compelled to address children who want to change gender identity by their chosen pronoun. Guidance for skills will state. The guidance, which is being well, published I hope the week, UN steps in to do something about this. Well... Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, apparently this guidance is aiming to bolster free speech protections, says the Times. Oh, so, uh, yeah, we can't. Oh. You can't have the adults being offended in front of the children, so you need to make sure that you offend the children instead by doing like mm. massive psychological harm to them. Is it? Is it? That's a, how a, the like, British education system works. Is it principled free speech? If I say we should start like fucking just. I think so. I think. Funnily enough, it's uh, not actually. Sadly not, no. Yeah, it's weird um, how the system works, isn't it, Jamie? <laughs> no. No, no, sorry. I think that's allowed. I think, you know, you know, you you, you have to tolerate all speech. If you're going to be a free speech absolutist, you know, you, yeah, should, that's you right. should tolerate that, you know. That's why I think you should, you know, have Toby Young. I think that'd be fun. And also yeah. with him, so I have free speech limits to say. Yeah, it's also why we keep them on retainer. <laughs> no, please, uh, you know, just FYI, none of your Patreon money goes to Toby fucking Young. We'd rather die. <laughs> yeah. We'd rather... <laughs> <laughs> that is you should the end it, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it, it must be said, like, in all fairness, whilst America's individual states are fucking insane, obviously, as with, with their culture war internationally britain's really out on a fucking limb like the american official american government isn't this rapidly anti-trans as uh, as we are and actually there's a lot of the main like un like partners who supposedly were among you know they're looking at us going what why what are you doing why are you going this far with this so uh yeah it's it's just nice to be slowly turning into a is more the, uh, insular, is, like is the international consensus that you sh- your government should only be mildly transphobic pretty much yeah <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it, I'm not going to lie, it's not absolutely fantastic, you know, but it's... Uh, it's no, no America's than... in charge of it, of course it's not. <laughs> no, but it's, it's still better than what we're doing, frankly. Like, when people, when, when people like America are looking at us and going, oh, hey, steady on a bit, you know, you know it's pretty bad, so... Mm. We, should, uh, we should send a Terminator back to the War of Independence to kill everyone on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> I once again say, you yeah. know, like if we have a time machine, you know, send back Exocet Missiles to the Native Americans so it can just blow the fucking, you know, Mayflower out of the goddamn water. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So yeah, so that's, that's what's happening internationally. But what about what about domestically? Is there any news we might be wanting to kind of back away from there? And I, I had a little review, and as it turns out, no, everything's fine. Everything's good. It looks like we're all like prospering. It's great. Um, Dusts hands I mean, comically, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all good. Um, I mean, the Bank of England boss, um, would, you know, put out a statement today saying that they're not going to drop interest rates anytime soon because they're too worried about inflation. So well, that's, that's fine. Um, oh yeah, because yeah, like the yeah. uh, the energy cap's gone up again as well. So like you're paying more for energy again next year, despite yep. you know the emergency of the gas prices being over like months ago. Don't worry about it. I can't yeah, believe I mean, that they I, told you know, me they told me that those prices were going to come down. That this was an exceptional situation. I can't, you know, I yeah. can't believe I was lied to. I love talking well, about energy I mean, prices. This is my favorite thing. Thank you, James. <laughs> you might think that in a sensible nation, if you're worried about inflation, then you will pull all statutory levers to help kind of lower prices, including things like energy costs. But nope, they've halved inflation, so the Tories are, are claiming. Not really. It's complicated. Um, and yet, Also, they didn't the, do uh, it. They're not wizards. Yeah, no, it didn't. They absolutely didn't. But I meanwhile, the Bank of England is going, yeah, inflation's still like wildly out of control and we're not going to lower interest rates anytime cares? soon. Who gives a well, fuck if they've halved inflation? I don't care unless it goes into fucking negative numbers. I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> Nothing gets cheaper unless it's fucking minus inflation. Well, unfortunately. Are you not, are you not mean- thrilled to be, not be able to afford food more slowly? yeah what i was really hoping for was that my inevitable demise would take slightly longer that's what i was really holding out for well david in your case that's what we're all hoping for well uh good good news on that front david um you might actually end up dying quicker after all because there's other stuff um, going on so um is it is it trident i hope it's trident (laughs) is it (laughs) all triffids any no, of the teas, no. really. I'll, 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 Tried I'll start it on reading it. Uh, I'll start reading here, and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll see if you can put together what the issue is. So there's some been some data published in November this year um, about long-term sickness and about how it's changed in the UK, right? Uh-huh. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's to do with economic inactivity, like who's fallen out of the labour market and why. So if I mm-hmm. told you that long-term economic inactivity back in about 2000 or so was hovering under like a hundred thousand people, basically, right? Mm-hmm. What would you yeah. guess it would be today? Three, because we all killed them with austerity. Sorry, yeah. I'm having a bleak day. <laughs> um, <laughs> Living course, your own course, little Rob? Britain, just in Switzerland, aren't you, Rob? Yeah. Oh, like the fucking like, oh, like the expats in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one should live little Britain. I'm just massively worked up about Gibraltar for, like, no good reason whatsoever. <laughs> Big flag hanging out your apartment window that just says, like, fucking uh, beer and chips. <laughs> <laughs> so, for real, the, the change... Hanging a big, big flag outside my window that says, <laughs> Las Gibraltar son Malvinas. <laughs> <laughs> But, but for real, so the, the general change economically in terms of economic activity back in 2000 was about a shift. Like it went up, like, you know, under 100,000 essentially to whatever the rolling total is, which we don't actually record. Funny that. Um, now, today, though, in, you know, the, the month we're in in 2023, seasonally adjusted, it's currently up over 600,000 and rising. And they have a breakdown. 
And, Is this good? Um, yeah, same. Oh, well. <laughs> yes, like it. So, um, there are there are more students, though not as much as there's traditionally been. Um, there's good. more carers. So there are more students, concerning. but less also at the same time. <laughs> Man, statistics yeah. are a trip. Um, you can just do whatever you want. So of the, there are a lot of like words in that regard. <laughs> so of the, of the of the recent increase since February 2020, right? Um, of the increase in categories, which are long-term sick students and other, which basically means I can't get a fucking job, um, and I've given up trying. Uh, it's like so. That's representation just... matters. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> That's closing on 700,000, those three categories, of which <laughs> over about 500,000 uh, increase in long-term sick. It's by far the largest category. Um, what could possibly be causing this? Why are people dropping out of our economy and staying away as this long-term sickness? It's because a mystery. It's shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the Tories have been banging the drum and trying to say that, oh, it's people cheating benefits and pretending to be sick, but... Uh, yeah, the, the COVID stats would seem to suggest otherwise. Are they, uh, so are they, are they, are they, are they forming military brigades in the countryside? Are they breaking people's yeah. glasses? Well, they might be because um, this is starting to have an effect, and I want to leave you on a good note, a high note. Um, so, according to Zoopla, the net effect of all of this, people keeping money in their Zoopla? accounts. <laughs> Zoopla is a property website. Um, that does a lot of like buying and selling houses and rents on it, essentially. <laughs> yeah, so it's a cunt hive, basically. Yes, basically, mm. yeah. If you want, if you want to sell your house or you want to buy a house or you want to rent a house, you go on Zoopla, essentially. There's an so, app. Yeah, there's an app. Those are definitely, <laughs> definitely three things I need an app for. <laughs> <laughs> So Zoopla, obviously, they, they are they basically have like an, an overview of the UK property market and they've been keeping an eye on it. And the combination of interest rates staying high, of people dropping out of work and staying out of work due to illness, and mm -hmm. you know, all the all the other shit to do um with like government policy, we're left in the position that it's a buyer's market. An average of eighteen thousand pounds has been knocked off UK property asking prices recently, and it's just trending upwards. So that inevitable property crash that was never going to happen at any time, like, you know, the government promised it wouldn't happen, it's starting to come closer and closer now. Good news, folks, it still won't happen because yeah. nothing good ever fucking yeah. happens. If you, it, yeah, if you if you want a reference, it's this is like it's the dawn of the third day, but tomorrow will just be the first day again. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, this is the biggest um, decrease in five years, though, and the Zoopla have commented on it because the steep, the steep descent of it is extremely concerning, apparently. Um, so, yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're in a situation now where the housing market is slightly starting to deflate, so expect to see some government panic soon as they try and either prop it up or draw attention away from it. And uh, it looks like they're going for... To learn more, Google Rishi Sunak inflation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's got to be something out there like that, right? Well, I mean, like, fucking Google's powered by machine learning now, so if there's not something out there, there will be once you Google it. <laughs> yeah, the top, the top image result has a very good chance of being exactly what you think it is. Really weird that they uh, turned Google into the lathe of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so that's your snapshot. Um, the UK is an international laughing stock, um, which is committing tremendous crimes against its Was population. It ever not? 
I mean, it was, but people were too afraid to to say anything, I suppose. Well, I mean, yeah, um, no, no one said it during that like period where we ruled most of the world and made it illegal to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I also well, would like to know the names and say. addresses of anyone who's doing Britain down, because frankly, I've had enough of that. Ah, uh, Rob's joined. Prevent. Cool. Um, but yeah, so so this is just you this say is that just again. I will pull those words out of your filthy <laughs> mouth. <laughs> but yeah, the you know um, the country's on fire. The government uh, you know is not doing anything about it. Um, they're too busy basically overseeing a, a slow. Are they all on so many drugs with the radio on and the curtains drawn? <laughs> there you go. That's Britain. That's what we've got going on. It's great. Wow, that was depressing. Yeah, it's depressing. Yeah. Cool. That could be our like, top fucking review on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, don't forget to you know like and subscribe our podcast and give us a five-star rating on your listening app. <laughs> mm. Okay, well, um, I suppose it's on me to, to lift the mood a little bit then. Yes, please. All right. Lift, lift my Go spirits. Uh, no, Bad news. I don't want my spirits. I don't come here to have my spirits lifted, motherfucker. Uh, well, good news. I was setting up a subversion of expectations, you know. Oh, no, like, not again. Um, clever writers do, etc. See, everything JJ Abrams has ever written. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that cunt's been on my mind. People need to stop talking about Star Wars and the Culture Channel on a Discord because. It just People brings just me need back to, to stop GG talking Abrams. about Star Wars. Like, do yeah. you know what I mean? Because Star People Wars. People have been, been saying this. I mean, no, Star, Wars has, Star Wars has been over since Andor came out and, like, <laughs> put shame in every other cunt's game. It's just. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no. who, want, who wants to watch, like, fucking. Do you know what I mean? What if, like, what if some fucking 50 year old weeb got infinity dollars to make a TV show when instead <laughs> you could be watching a guy, like, fucking hit people with a brick? In the name of like fucking class uprising. <laughs> yeah, we are issuing at this point two. a fatwa against more Star Wars content. <laughs> hey, listen, oh, people dear. wouldn't need to talk about it if we had the oh, episodes published. I, I hope someone oh, asked. Oh, here we fucking go. Here it comes. Oh, yeah, do your oh, fucking job, David. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone to ask on memory TV if uh, Star Wars is haram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to All make of it, it except Andor. I want to make it so good that like Jabrins Jabrins has to go into as much hiding as Summer Rushdie did. I think that's like a fine outcome. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have found an article titled The Perils of Affective Polarization. What? 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 Why am I just hate motherfucker just hates magnets? Just words. You know. Is that with an is that with an is that with an A, David? Yes. So is that Affective. like polarization in how you like view life, like your happiness versus your sadness? Oh. What? Do I have how, how about it... the subheader? Our increasing desire to isolate ourselves from supporters of the opposite party can oh, have dire is, oh, consequences. No. Oh, this is, <laughs> is this nobody shagging Tories yet yeah, again? This, yeah, <laughs> this is fucking white baby time again. You must, you know, it's 14 words but with like, but fuck a Tory added. It's 17 words. 
What's that fucking guy that looks like a younger Seb Payne? Uh, well, from the Embertinals. James Marriott? Y- yes, that one. <laughs> that fucking guy. Is he Is he the one who wrote this he, article? Do you no. think he looks like Seb Payne? I always thought he was like a sticklebrick Damon Albarn. <laughs> well, see, the thing about that, Jamie, is I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, this, this was found in... Quillette of all places. I really went oh, digging. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. Fucking Lord. Yes. No wonder you've been so stressed lately, David. You're yeah, still you've fucking dug too greedily and too deep. <laughs> yeah. A few years ago, I was a hardcore partisan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, not, not, don't worry. Not not one of the cool kinds of partisans. Yeah, I was going to say real yeah, IRA. Not, not like the cheese you have in fancy restaurants, eh? Slowly lowering my red flag in disappointment. <laughs> I spent most of my day surrounded by very smart people. Okay. Loyals, so Rotary, Rotary economics professors, <laughs> successful business people, and philosophers at Yale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at Yale. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> who agreed with me and echoed everything that I wanted to hear. <laughs> Which is everything I, I wanted to hear. About why the would dangers. You say this out? Why would you Rob, say this out loud? What? Why would you do Rob, this to yourself? Please let me finish. <laughs> Echoed everything that I wanted to hear about the dangers of big government brackets. <laughs> I'm a libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this I guy getting nagged by children was. then? Yeah, well, I mean, libertarians surrounding themselves with children is, you know, a classic. Oh, my social media feeds, the news I consumed, and the books I read were full of the world's smartest takes on why I was right. (laughs) Why is this read like a fucking drill tweet? (laughs) Oh, yet... I was miserable. I was consumed by fear and anger towards the other side. All the progressives and conservatives who refused to see what was so blindingly obvious to me. My friendships... What, what, my right to a girlfriend, is that like the the obvious thing? (laughs) My friendships suffered because I saw each conversation as binary. Had I managed to move people towards libertarianism or not? I have since become much more Um, pan in my views. Yes, okay. Seeing every conversation as binary is what's going to happen to the first people who try the Neuralink. (laughs) If not, I judge the interaction a failure. Luckily, I didn't lose any close friendships but many of my relationships were fraying, and none of them had the intimacy that I yelled for. Yeah, this this is definitely a candidate to get themselves a Neuralink as soon as possible. They find intimacy by standing in the kitchen, making modem noises at the toaster. <laughs> that feeling when no girlfriend, like, yeah, okay, sure, let's go for it, mate. That's, this is a hell of an opening. Fast forward five years, and my political views haven't really changed, but the quality oh. of my relationships has. Uh, I no longer live. You that you're a cunt. Is it? Is 
did this guy get bullied into like hiding himself? Is that is that what this article is saying? Oh no 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 no! No, he left Yale I... and headed to D wing. I no longer live in an ideological echo chamber and now celebrate the fact that my closest friendships are with people who see the world differently from me. Yeah, because they're so much shorter. (laughs) I no longer live in an ideological echo chamber. I write on Quillette. God damn. That had like real I no longer fear death because I've been to Camp Trusty vibes. <laughs> My relationships are now about connection and a shared exploration of the world and search for truth rather than simply about whether I can recruit more warriors for my side. That does us read that first bit again, please, David. My relationships are now about connection and a shared exploration of the world and search for truth, rather than simply about whether I can recruit more warriors for my side. Yeah, that first part does sound like grooming you right. Okay. Mm. I've let go of my anger towards both big government and the people who champion it, which frees up time and energy to contemplate the eternal mysteries of life and focus on the beauty of the world. I have, raised however, some kind of war band, presumably. <laughs> yeah. I have, however, not given up my endless fury against Billy, who used to stuff me into a locker and who must pay for his <laughs> crimes one day. Effective <laughs> polarization is defined as the gap between individuals. No posit- Why am I sad? <laughs> yeah. The gap between individuals' positive feelings towards their own political party and negative feelings toward the opposing party, or in other words, our fear and anger towards the opposite political party. We often think of it as a societal problem. As I have argued elsewhere, it endangers our democracy, it puts us at each other's throats, and stops politicians from working together with representatives from across the aisle. It is even, argues Martin Karaoke, a national security threat. Okay, what? I, 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 I'm sorry, I, my brain is hemorrhaging out of my ears. What exactly is Martin <laughs> Karaoke saying is a problem? I, what? Effective polarization. But yeah, he's he's not getting fucked. Yeah, it, it's it's when Democrats decide they hate Republicans and Republicans decide they hate Democrats. It's like, but why can't we get along? And. Uh, yeah, this, this is a problem. Because He's not wrong. Why society? can't they all get along? They're all liberals in some fucking form. <laughs> it's just, yeah, okay. It, it, right, it does, it does fucking... Re- He's it made it very clear in the opening that this does reduce to him just not getting laid. And there's been articles about this, a lot of them recently, mm-hmm. uh, written far less self-depreciatingly. Depending um, on time, I actually have another one. Is it very similar to this? I might read. That's literally just 14 words, but just, you know, smeared out across several paragraphs. Yeah. We therefore often think that effective polarization requires societal solutions. Here in the US, we need to change how primaries are conducted so that the most bombastic voices no longer get elected to Congress. (laughs) 
we need to have we need to sorry mm-hmm. again ow my brain what mm-hmm. we need to transform the u.s primary process so this mm-hmm. like sentient briefcase can get his dick wet is that well is this the point that we've we've arrived at now but also boring people should only be elected because bombastic loud people are actually scary and polarizing i think uh, yeah what we need Donald is some Trump. rational people with like mm-hmm. you know fedoras to spare yeah this is this is, Do- this is donald trump and aoc of a reason i can't get laid the article sure mm. we need to have more debates in town halls so that democrats and republicans brackets and members of other parties can oh meet my- each other we need God. to crack down on Russian propaganda that attempts to inflame <laughs> our partisan divides. I know, yeah. I know, my guy. People do fuck at Mother UN, but like th- that ends at some point. <laughs> I don't know how to like. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we need to have we need to have town hall meetings so that the Republicans and the Democrats can see the fucking guy from the Libertarian Party and like you know decide that yeah okay he might have some in, like some unpalatable views about the buttery smell of teenage girls but his economic <laughs> policies are quite good. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, those things are all true, but this focus on societal solutions overlooks a crucial factor. Effective polarisation is ultimately about individuals. Groups might hate and fear other groups, but those groups are made up of individuals. People. Damn, I'm so good at this. The libertarian is doing a focus on individual responsibility. Who could have fucking seen this one coming? Fantastic. Groups of people are all made up of individual people. Like, holy fuck, slow down there, mm. Einstein. <laughs> yeah. yeah and did you know that people are made up of individual cells? So when you For think about reason. it, it's your your, your, your midi chloria are just, uh, you know, they're really out of whack. <laughs> just, they should be more responsible. For some reason, I'm reminded of that libertarian who stopped becoming a libertarian when he took MDMA and realized that other people have feelings. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, groups are made up of individuals. Next line. When we refuse to date across party lines, to make friends with people with whom we disagree, it is we as individuals who are hurt by the consequences. This man's when we are profile must be like fucking this, this with aged orange or something. This motherfucker has never been hurt by consequences in his entire life. I guarantee you that. Like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, this this we is doing a lot of heavy lifting because I'm pretty sure that one side of this divide isn't having trouble getting dates and making friends, my guy. Like you can be pretty hideous and genuinely pretty antisocial, and oh, you'll still get on pretty we'll well. We will go on. We will go on to the statistics of such yeah, things. Don't, don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. When we the are effectively like, honestly, po- the problem the problem with this though, it's like it, it's the. Why? Why don't you just? Why don't you just fuck other conservatives? Is it because they're all like slavering ghouls who never shut up about like fucking? Do you know what I mean? How much they'd like to machine gun people or something, and you just don't find that. That that sounds very much like a you problem. <laughs> when we are effectively polarized, it is though we are trapped in a marriage with a spouse we hate or fear. Yep, it's yep, it's mm-hmm. just like that. Yep, yep. You can just uh, leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no one. <laughs> No one wants to live that way. 
Reducing yeah. effective polarisation is not just in society's best interest, it is in our own best interest as individuals. He says he says no one wants to live that way, but straight people a lot of straight people very much do want to live that way. Like oh, you know what I mean? They'll go to court to defend their right to live that way. Like <laughs> they'll they'll dress up as Batman when they don't get their yeah. way. Like, you know? <laughs> Have you ever wondered why what the what the Green Lantern was doing on top of the roof of Greg's in fucking like you know what I mean your town centre? It's because he he wanted he demands the right to be trapped in a loveless marriage. <laughs> An additional danger of effective polarization. Do we need any additional fear, danger? Apparently, yeah. we do. Is that the fear we feel? Is that the fear we feel can leave us feeling powerless? with obvious consequences for our mental health. Oh, fuck off. Cons- conservatives mock Right-wing people aren't allowed to have mental health, I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel <laughs> you know powerless I mean? writing in my uh, nationally distributed distributed magazine. <laughs> no, but I, I'm sorry, like, I, I don't care how much you think you've, like, learned about, like, therapy language from fucking the internet or whatever if if your stance is that like mental health mental health problems aren't real and everyone should just get back to fucking work you're not allowed to complain that you feel sad because everyone like fucking treats you like the dickhead that you quite clearly are he, he, he's not like, jamie, jamie he's jamie. not doing that he's actually doing advocacy here yeah like, give he's, him a he's chance a, he's a libertarian he's, a, he's only got best interests at heart yeah he's just an uwu unfuckable small bean like you just got to give him a moment Conservatives. I, I think you'll find that I don't actually mm. have to do that, and I, you know, <laughs> to be fair, from the writing of this article, it sounds like nobody's gi- giving him that moment. So you know, <laughs> sad trombone Cons- hours again. Conservatives mocked progressives whose mental health cratered following the 2016 president presidential election as suffering from Trump derangement syndrome. They will. <laughs> But underneath the partisan Wait, whoa, whoa, workmanship... Whoa, 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 whoa. Did, did he, Was that you or was that the article? That was me. Okay, right, sure. That was me because they did lose their fucking minds about the orange yeah. Dorito man. Yeah, and were any of those people actually progressives? Uh, no, they were liberals. If those, people, if those people had been progressives, we might not have like gotten the fucking, you know what I mean? The man yeah. from the Tango adverts <laughs> or whatever the fuck people are like, hilarious and calling them this week. Yeah. Uh, but underneath the partisan one-upmanship was a real phenomenon. More no, and more of us, more and more of us, are tying our happiness to the outcome of elections that we cannot control. Holy fuck! Like happiness is related to material circumstances. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and his fucker a Nobel Prize immediately. The Strap bus. in for the next Paul four Krugman's paragraphs. Not using his, we can just have that one. And they're also telling me, in, like, it's a double whammy because not only is it tied to material conditions, but you're telling me that we can't affect material conditions through voting? Gasp! It's fucked up, isn't it? Yeah. In a 2016 poll, 62% of highly engaged Republicans and 70% of highly engaged Democrats said that the other party made them feel, quote, afraid. 
Like, Where they don't make me feel afraid. They make me feel fucking angry and ill. But you know, I'm 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 just not mm. a coward. You know, people are just built different. I guess. Unless they were highly engaged in active warfare with each other, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like you know, sixty percent. 70% of Democrats are afraid because Republicans are going to take away abortion access, whereas 60% of Republicans are afraid because the Democrats are going to stop them shooting children. Like, it's, these things are not similar. They are, they are not equivalent in any way, shape, or form. But go off, I guess. Yeah. The Democrats the Democrats don't really give a shit about abortion access. No. Otherwise, no, they, they wouldn't don't. be, like, screaming at everyone to vote Joe Biden or your, or your Hamas right now. No, no. I, I mean, they absolutely don't. But the Democratic voters have largely, up until the fucking Supreme Court got rid of it, and then the Democrats went, oh, well, donate to us now. Um, they genuinely thought the Democrats were on board with fucking abortion rights, which... Oops, yeah, but well, that's only because there's no one more wallet-inspected than a card-carrying yeah. Democrat. Yeah. Or highly... Like, what is it? Highly engaged, you described him as, David? Yes, yes. <laughs> when our internal landscape is dictated by events happening in Washington... We are opening ourselves up to a world of suffering. Our oh, internal landscape. It's really nice to have you here. <laughs> yeah. I'm James. My pronouns are they and them. We've been doing this a few years now. Jesus, are you? Are you? Come on now. Don't be. Come on. Listen. Remember, we can't possibly acknowledge that material conditions are a thing that have genuine effects. Because if we did that, then Marx would be right about stuff, and that's not allowed. This so, is. I have to listen to this instead. Come on, this is this mm-hmm. is honestly not fair. This is just like yep. this fucking little clown, Rob. little briefcase dweeb who has no nothing one, better to do. Sorry, Rob. No one here deserves to be forced to listen to this more than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing this guy, and he's wearing a fedora that is also somehow a little beanie hat with a propeller in it. <laughs> and the propeller looks like a bow tie somehow. Yeah, that's how you get left hand thrust. <laughs> Effective polarization also cuts us off from human connection with vast swathes of our fellow Americans. The US is in the midst of what Surgeon General Dr. Vivek A. Murphy has called a loneliness epidemic. Uh-huh. An advisory. That's not. The fo- by- that's not- Oh, for heavens to Betsy. This is Jesus Christ. This is the- <laughs> Rob, you're not allowed to use the word alienation. You're not allowed to use it. You're not allowed to talk about the alienating effect of capital. It's forbidden. Just oh, stop for there. Oh, God's sake. This I'm, is just... I'm, um, I've not listened to the last, like, 30 seconds because I just realised that, like, a fedora that is also a beanie hat with a propeller in is basically Inspector Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> And Inspector yeah, Gadget did. did spend a lot of uncomfortable time with his niece. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, sense. I, w- okay. I was I was more gonna say that, like, as far as I remember, Inspector <laughs> Gadget also didn't get like didn't get late. So maybe this is just him writing the same fucking article. Maybe <laughs> just I'll, I'll take it from you. I'm assuming that that's coming from the official Inspector Gadget wiki that you've got open at the moment. <laughs> It's from the Inspector Gadget OnlyFans I have open. Um, (laughs) An advisory by the Surgeon General notes that in recent years, about one in two adults in America reported experiencing loneliness. 
Yeah, okay. because we I mean, created an entire society that does nothing but create people's loneliness because that's the way they spend money. Because we've monetized every human relation and no. like drilled down into its core and like scooped the gooey Wrong. bits out of your brain. Wrong. And also, it's also, actually a mindset problem. Also, anytime you have a conversation with someone in America, you risk being shot. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the original like cartoon, topic. Gadget has a straight black has straight black hair protruding from both sides and a large <laughs> nose. He wears a light grey Macintosh raincoat and drilby hat with lighter grey stripe in the middle, blue pants, yeah. light grey shoes, and dark brown gloves. In the live action films, he wears no gloves or blue pants. <laughs> see, that's why I said like they, see that's much more entertaining. Let's read that instead. See, Inspector. <laughs> trying to say inspector gadget is the original trench coat mafia guy like he's just a fucking spree shooter <laughs> waiting to happen according to a 2018 study on loneliness by the kaiser family foundation shots fired 20... at, nice, at the nice penny academy yeah i mean one day it will happen <laughs> over 20 percent of americans say they often or always feel lonely feel that they lack companionship feel left out or feel isolated from others. Yeah, but and the answer to feeling lonely is not getting, like, mediocre dick from some fucking <laughs> libertarian cunt. Like, come on. No, it's, it's it's joining a community of like-minded individuals to maintain the Inspector Gadget wiki. That's clearly the solution <laughs> here. And that was before a global pandemic shut down most social interactions and forced us all inside. Oh, uh, do you know what it is? Like... My doctor told me that like my wrist will never heal if I don't stop making the dismissive wanking gesture, but this is fucking frustrating. Quite frankly, I think it's a, a sacrifice worth making at this point, Jamie. Like, Effective polarization exacerbates this epidemic. A 2021 study by the American Enterprise Institute found oh, that 15% that bunch of American... Oh, reliable, you know, absolute <laughs> fucking freaks... Well, those freaks found that 15% of American adults have ended a relationship over political differences. Yeah, because you don't number, imagine live why. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, if, you're, if your prospective partner says, you know, I would, I would be open to sleeping with our eventual children, like, you'd just run the fuck out of the building. Mm. That, that would be this a wise number, decision. This number probably does not capture the full impact of politics on friendships, because many more friendships have probably significantly cooled over political differences. According to a 2017 Pew Institute study, roughly 55% of Republicans and 64% of Democrats say they have just a few or no close friends from across the How aisle. Desperately Gadget has a wide range guy? of Go Gadgets at his disposal. The well-known gadgets <laughs> listed here as such... Gadget binoculars, gadget umbrella, gadget coat slash gadget airbag, gadget copter slash gadget chopper, gadget cuffs, gadget hands, gadget compass, top secret gadget phone, gadget skate slash gadget blades, and gadget springs. Yeah, but does he have Google gadget dismissive wanking gesture? That's the really important one, frankly. I mean, with with his hands on like those big like metal tube spring-like things like oh, he can make, he could do the pretty make pretty good work of that to be honest mm. right we need to draft him in for this article response then effective Imagine polarization in an arm wrestling competition with mr tickle <laughs> wipe, wipe out entire counties <laughs> <laughs> effective polarization even hurts our ability 
to find love. Yeah, I can't even get a hand job from Dr. Claw anymore. What is society coming to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking health and safety gone mad is what it is. <laughs> when it comes to dating, we're increasingly looking for someone who votes like us. Increasingly looking for someone who doesn't believe we should kill minorities. Is that what that is? <laughs> On eHarmony, 68% of women and 47% of men list their partisan affiliations on their dating profiles. Such as Italian One or French. Length <laughs> <laughs> of earlobe is now mandatory on OkCupid, yeah. One 2017 study looked at data from online dating sites to determine the extent oh, who cares? to which we... 2017 was like a thousand years ago. This guy cares. No, one, no one's alive to... still from back then. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not. Um, so, the extent oh, to which we clear tablet was dug up somewhere, like you know what I mean. Fourteen percent of like fucking like ancient peoples yeah. didn't re- really didn't like my, the cut of my jib. Yeah, yeah, Nasir is really complaining about the dating scene. This is a very relevant fi- to today. Yeah, a full fifty percent of Assyrians stole me in fucking cuneiform script. To fuck off. <laughs> Oh. oh, you fucking! This is... I hate when you when you send someone a clear tablet and they leave you unbaked. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, most of the people using social media for dating are in fact baked, but never mind. <laughs> Call me eHarmony Nasir because all my reviews are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ghosted in the hunter gatherer age is literally like women hiding in actual berry bush just to get away from me. <laughs> oh man plenty of fish must have been insufferable during the time of the new testament right <laughs> we've got a lot of articles still to go you don't understand how long this article yeah, is yeah i've got a lot of wiki One... left as well and then <laughs> <laughs> mutually assured destruction strikes again yeah, here we go. Oh. One 2017 study looked at data from online dating sites to determine the extent Claw to which has a child? Finding... What the fuck? <laughs> Talon Claw? <laughs> to which we prioritise finding a partner who agrees with us on politics. The authors found that partisan matching increased the chance of a prospective couple exchanging oh. messages by 9.5%, just over 1% less than having a similar level of education. As an article in the Annual Review of Political Science puts it, partisan sorting seems to be on a par with socioeconomic status, long considered the major basis for the selection of long-term partners. That's because so it's rooted of... in material conditions. They're both how immaterial. Many... Your, your class and your education level. How many, oh. drafts, how many drafts of this article do you think got sent back until you changed that from looking for prospective mates? so many of us so many of us are lonely and looking for a romantic partner we certainly don't make it easier for ourselves when we preemptively screen out half our potential matches from consideration no I think actually we do I think that's actually the point of screening them out (laughs) yes of course many people want a romantic partner who shares their values doesn't that mean that we should be looking inside our own political tribe? Not necessarily, he says. Why? Most Wait. Americans... 
No, no, just Wait, keep what? going. I just, I'll just like, I'll just scoop the gooey mass back inside my brain after the recording. <laughs> most Americans, most Americans do share broadly similar values. It's only our hatred and fear of the other side that convinces us otherwise. No, no, just sorry, straightenly false, wrong, not true. Like right, mindset know, alert. In I never thought of it that way, Monica Guzman draws on the work of social psychologist Shalom Schwartz to argue that there is a finite set of human values: security, what? benevolence, is, universalism, um, etc. Is social psychologist a real thing? <laughs> Or is, it, or is it like evolutionary psychologist? It's, it's social psychology is actually a real thing. However, asterisk, there is a, a lot of bullshit that gets shoveled in with it, essentially. So is Jordan Peterson a social it. psychologist? I mean, he'd probably try and claim he was one, but no, he's not. Well, there you go, then. That's enough for me. Talent is similar values... to Claw's other nephew, William, from Gadget and the Gadgeteens, <laughs> who is also Talon's cousin. Unlike his cousin, Talon is fully aware that his uncle is evil, and he willingly follows in his uncle's footsteps. William and Talon are also both Penny's love interests in their respective series. <laughs> These values are all shared to a greater or lesser degree by all humans. It's easy to think that Democrats and Republicans have different values, because they favour different policy solutions. But the only difference is which values we prioritise when we have to weigh them up against each other. For example, what? Republicans who want... Yeah. The example love will to, explain love all... to sort my policy solutions by finality. I, I love the idea, like, look, everyone... Everyone is in favour of the same policies. Like, you know, all of us are in favour of arming toddlers. It's just some of us want to, you know, get rid of guns more than we want to arm toddlers. What fucking dreck is this? Oh. <laughs> For example, Republicans who <laughs> who want to secure the US border aren't blind to the plight of immigrants, brackets, benevolence. But me have, <laughs> but, but me value security as a higher good. Democrats who want to open the border aren't blind to the dangers of criminals entering the United States. Brackets security, but me value caring for immigrants more. Does that explain imagine, it, James? Imagine your brain being such a fucking polished smooth ponderable <laughs> orb that you would like believe oh. that without immigrants the U the united states would be crime free and safe it's very his entire brain his entire way of looking at social stuff is very much first assume a perfect sphere in a frictionless void like <sighs> the inside of this guy's skull must be like a mirrors. <laughs> i'm sorry but i i've i've made an important discovery the Teleni relationship page on the inspector gadget fandom.com wiki uh is the most insanely long fucking page i've seen in my, on any wiki in my life it is like trying to scroll through the fucking bible oh my god <laughs> There are four or five sections. Each one has 30 parts to it. <laughs> what? <laughs> About Penny and Talon's relationship. <laughs> so, uh, 
Sounds like sounds like the, the, the Inspector Gadget bit is more relevant to the fucking article than we uh, previously assumed. Yeah, I was going to say, I, it's, does it, it have it the same like, fucking author? It, it sound, it, I've got to be honest, it sounds like the Inspector Gadget fictional character is getting more than the guy who's fucking written this article. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, David, you were saying something. <laughs> I don't know if I was anymore. <laughs> Go on, finish it, David. You can do it. Our increasing desire to isolate ourselves from supporters of the opposite party can have especially dire consequences for the marginalised. For me, yes. Just just, just finally admit that you're just really, 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 really lonely for reasons that you refuse to accept. What's he not like getting? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying he. I'm assuming this is a he, by the way. I don't know why, but like, was he just like not getting like laying enough pipe in like the idealized world of of Yale? Were there not like groupies a plenty in that space? I don't, I don't know, but I can give you more contextual clues, perhaps. A recent PNES Nexus study examined the connection. Between ideological polarization. Ideological polarization and health, with a special focus on people who were already in poor health, and found that ideological polarization had a strong negative impact on the health of people who were already in poor health. They found that among people who were already in poor health, those who scored a 10, brackets high, on the polarisation scale suffered an average of 3.71 more days of poor physical health per month than those who scored the zero. It's also just like, can I just scream correlation is not causation, motherfucker? Like, you know, I, I, why would people who are ill and who are, like, struggling in life care more about material circumstances more passionately? Can't possibly mm. fucking think. God damn. I mean, the more important question is why is no why are not enough like white women replying to his trad wife wanted <laughs> advert on Craigslist? <laughs> We're too busy updating the Inspector Gadget wiki. <laughs> when we see friends and family who disagree with us politically through a lens of fear and anger, we are more likely to push them away. That's when we see our... friends and families doing a lot of heavy lifting. That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Weakening our support network in the process. That can have especially negative consequences for people who don't have a strong social support network in the first place or who need especially high levels of help from said network. So what he's saying there is disability advocates should actually be quiet and just put up with their, the family that wants actually to see them fucking dead. Yeah. In a pluralistic democracy, we have to interact with people on the other quote team. Yeah, we our can friends, call them neighbor, it's really cool. Our friends, neighbors, and co workers are probably not ideologically homogenous. When we think of them as bad people, our interactions get a lot more difficult. We get a lot lonelier and bitterer. <sighs> So what can we do as individuals to reduce our effect of polarisation? Here right. are two suggestions. Yes, Is life one of these advice. suggestions shut the fuck up? 
Yeah. No. Kill you ourself. Is that is that the other one? <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the US, I recommend attending a Braver Angels Depolarization Within Workshop. Oh, here we go. What? what? Well, now we get now we get to the fucking product pitch. <laughs> yes. We right. Braver Angels is a grassroots movement focused on uh-huh. helping us to disagree uh-huh. more constructively. Yeah. And workshops yeah. like depolarization let's see, let's see within. Roots. Let's see the roots of this grass, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and workshops like depolarization within encourage people to quote be critical of the other side without stereotyping, dismissing, ridiculing, or showing contempt. Seek out similar ventures near you, wherever you can find them. Second strategy is to reduce our news consumption. Most media organisations sell fear and anger because that is the most effective way to get our attention. If it bleeds, it leads. But if you spend your days listening to shrill partisans proclaiming that those awful people, all caps, want to end your way of life, you will be more I want likely to end this to motherfucker's feel... <laughs> way of life. Like. <laughs> you will be more likely to feel resentment and hostility towards yeah. your political outlook. It does. Does he anybody? Then recommends... I do. Does does anybody? And honestly, just... this guy's just making it worse. <laughs> does anybody want to see the picture of the founder of the uh, Better Angels Project, which I've just swiftly? Oh, oh boy, do I? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> He looks like Perry Mason got arrested for a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, uh, would you know what? Um, he uh, was a noted figure in the campaign against same-sex marriage in the United States. Huh. No. A, yeah. Um, the article then goes on to uh, give us some of those, like, the news aggregator websites that give you the big, like, chart, the big, like, you know, oh, reliable, not reliable, left and right chart with all the, the, the logos on it. Um, so I'll skip that paragraph where it recommends them because they're bullshit. And final paragraph, we don't need to win over a critical mass of our fellow citizens, gain an electoral victory or pass a bill. When we reduce our own effective polarisation, our own lives, brackets, and the lives of our friends and family improve. We should all try to reduce the grip of effective polarisation on our lives. This is a good thing for society, but just as importantly, it's a good thing for us as people. Yeah. Julian Adorni is a writer and marketer for the Foundation for Economic Education. He's he's dedicated to making sure we still have a liberal democracy in 50 years. Uh Uh-huh. Not if I see him first. <laughs> now that, that's all well in 50 good. years, but, you know, uh, <laughs> communities on the high I, seas much, much sooner. I thoroughly enjoyed that article. Mm. Up to and including tell. the point that I went to the Braver Angels depolarization within workshop. Oh, good. And I did... I, I, I did what, you know what you do when you've got mandatory training, you just click through as much as you can and get to the end of the fucking thing for the tick in the box. Well, I did that treatment with it and thankfully that means it's opened up all of it on the one page. 
But I just thought I'd look at, I'd read you the the four final thoughts from the workshop. Ooh. Oh, dear. all right. Being a depolarizer is not just being high-minded. It's also, yeah, it's also fucking being, up your analog TV. It's also being <laughs> pragmatic about the future. Many of our differences. sounds like sounds like a fucking job. Like you have to go out the like you know stand behind the fucking uh, jumbotron at a stadium with a big magnet on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're a depolarizer, like do you just wipe hard drives as you pass them by? <laughs> Just out of many, habit, presumably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> many of our differences today have been around in some form since the founding of the country, and they are not going to disappear. Our current whipsaw approach to polarised policy making leads to undoing each side's policies every four years. The result is paralysis and cynicism about government. Quoting a Braver Angels workshop participant, neither side is going to vanquish the other, so we better figure out how to get along and run the country together. Well, I mean, together. not with that no. fucking weak-ass what attitude. We need, what we need is a third side that'll vanquish both. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Correct. Also, so, this guy, so this guy was in, he was basically saying no to gay marriage. And so what he's basically saying is, listen... I don't think that the gays should get married. In fact, I don't think the gays should exist. You, on the other hand, think that gays are just normal people who should be allowed to exist. Can we not find a compromise position? It's like, fuck off. This like, is assuming just... that this guy actually wrote this shit um, and didn't just get some other dickhead to do it where he gets the passive income. Mm. Two. Your depolarizing influence in your social circles is apt to occur over time not necessarily in any individual conversation or with every individual. If you come across as genuine and use your skills, people will remember what you said and think about it. Will they? A long-term yeah. goal could people be to... In the, in the car on the way home going, I can't believe the fucking state of that cunt. <laughs> you hear what he was saying? A long-term goal... What could possibly have gone wrong to make it like that? <laughs> A long-term goal could be to be able to explain the other side's views in such a way that they would say, you got it. This requires reading, listening, and suspending disbelief long enough to understand the worldviews and policy views of people you differ with. Uh, That's, why it's a long... <laughs> That's why it's a long-term goal for those who decide to embrace it. Throughout the series, it is shown that Talon has a crush on Penny and vice versa. <laughs> Despite the fact both are enemies like their uncles. Due to this, they can never be together. Some fans call this pairing Taleni. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's also just fucking like, in all seriousness, like the, the very, the, the goal of it going, are oh, the problem, the reason you like are furious with conservatives is because you don't understand what their policy objectives are and you don't understand their worldview it's like au contraire motherfucker that's the entire reason we're furious ignorance was bliss right is it comment or commentary at time I no i've not finished fuck <laughs> you if you really want to take a road less traveled practice identifying your inner conservative side if you are a liberal or your inner liberal side if you are a conservative Make sure you see these as positive aspects of you. For example, 
the committed traditionalist in some areas for a liberal, or the openness to rapid change for a conservative. The lesson? The other resides in me as part of what I value about myself. Well, if the other resides and in me, I'm going to cut off limbs until they fucking don't. Yeah, no, it's, it's very much like Comrade Mao was correct. Struggle session all the way, baby. You got a little <laughs> and you get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to beat you over the head with shoes until that other is gone, motherfucker. Yeah. So, that's that's um, that's um the thing I've been sitting on for the last three weeks. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. A Rob. good time was had by all. <laughs> Wasn't it yeah. just? It's safe to say we've all learned a lot today. Yeah, yeah. I love though that we started from a point of like ah, I've been keeping this article. It's gonna, it's gonna drive you all to despair. And then halfway through, David Gate like almost gave up in despair. <laughs> that was the Inspector Gadget content to be filmed. I know it was great. <laughs> <laughs> we subverted your expectations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly more disappointed by the fact that while you've been doing that, I have been trying my very best to find a mention of Inspector Gadget on the Wikipedia and have unfortunately <laughs> came up dry. I was really hoping for a crossover, but yeah, never mind. Well, I mean, I, I today have learned a lot about my body and Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Talenyshipper101.tumblr.com. Let's click on that. Oh. <laughs> comment or commentary out, please, Jamie. No, no Jamie, don't. <laughs> I want to see where this goes. Uh, it's it's a video, so it doesn't really work with the uh, audio medium Good. that okay, we've got. Okay, we can just, we can just paste the audio in. <laughs> if you include former colonies such as India and Nigeria, it proves that the UK is historically one of the worst polluters ever. It also helps absolve modern India, which is still building coal-fired power stations and pumps out seven times as much pollution as we do by halving their total greenhouse gas emissions. Coming soon, why Brexit is to blame for the black hole of Calcutta. Is that comment or commentary? That is a comment in the Daily Mail. Mm, Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm going to say something similar to that. Yeah, for sure comment yeah it was it was richard little john it was two paragraphs below the, the one david read out previously <laughs> <laughs> for the first time young people are having less sex and consuming fewer stimulants than their elders instead they are spending long periods of time crouched over their keyboards glumly interfering with themselves wokeness and covid between them have created generation killjoy Punk, disco, and glam would all be problematic in some way now. Fucking disco. Too white. Not the right kind of black. Too lighthearted about gender bending. Is that comment or commentary? Uh, Commentary at Guardian. Commentary at just oh. That was uh, Julie Burchill and the Spectator. Jesus fucking Christ. So all men of the world conspired together to suppress women's roles in the past? Does that sound likely? Or is it rather that a small group of nutjobs are trying to rewrite well-documented history to push the demented narratives? I know which I believe. Is that comment or commentary? Paging Eleanor Yarniger. Paging Eleanor Yarniger. (laughs) (laughs) Comment. Uh, 
comment. Uh, BBC, maybe? Comment and, yeah, the comment, the Times, I think. Uh, It was a comment in the Daily Mail. The article was, Debunking the myth of the male hunter, prehistoric women were better at hunting than men, study claims. Mm. (sighs) Wow, women, women can do things. Holy shit. Yeah, who knew? The solution to open AI's walls, therefore, seems pretty clear. A healthy dose of good old-fashioned capitalism. Is that comment or commentary? <laughs> commentary. <laughs> commentary at Telegraph. Yeah, if there's if there's one thing sure. missing from the from the AI discourse, it's war fucking capitalism. That's that's yeah for sure. Why not? Um, uh, this was commentary. Yeah, that was Ben right in the Telegraph. Ah, yes. <sighs> Operating largely at night, the Mau Mau used machetes to chop up their victims and, oh, no. until the recent trend of exculpating anybody who fought colonists, were widely regarded as brutal savages. They were. Who was going to apologise for that or pay the families of the settlers whose parents and grandparents were victims? The king, what far from apologising, should what? say how glad... Don't save your outrage yet. The king, far from apologising, should say how glad he is that we brought medicine, education, tarmac, and building into a land of witch doctors' craft, illiteracy, dirt tracks, and mud huts. He should praise our forefathers for the introduction of a justice system and civil administration. Is that comment or commentary? God, be comment, please, for the love of God. (sighs) Commentary. I'm going to say, why not comment? I'm just... A little what now? I mean, I hope whoever it is like does get macheted, but I'm going to pray. And Don't say make him repeat comment. it. That was that was Anne Whitcomb in the Express. Jesus oh, fucking Christ! Fuck! <laughs> bloody hell! That's honestly, the worst one honestly, I've ever heard. honestly, the one of the biggest fucking mutants that's ever been in our politics. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Fuck. And that's that's all you've got. Well, that's well thank all everyone, I've got. Everyone has that one movie you liked as a kid, but when you grew up, realised was pretty bad. And for me, it's been 1999. Inspector Gadget fits the bill. I mean, it's filled with totally random, unfunny humour, mean-spirited moments, a terrible portrayal of Doctor Claw, and absolutely horrendous editing. Also, some weird foot fetish plot. Nope. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> no, yeah. I need to plug first. Um, yeah, okay, so thank you very much, folks, for listening. If you are interested in another episode, which should be out round about now, um, then do join us on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash PraxisCast, where we've just dropped the November episode. Um, yeah, if you, if you like we'll me do sort, it of, some sort point of today. incoherently screaming about it in fits of rage, then, you know, it's all you. Yeah. Rob found a guy, and it's about something we've covered before, and yeah, just it's yeah, worse. Join, join, join it. Join, join Patreon. Also get access to the Discord that way. Um, come, come join the Discord where we have circular conversations about Star Wars every three hours. And um, soon, uh, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God, I hate this. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, merch is available. Practicecast.tml.com. And, and, it's, also, and it's free delivery this weekend. There you go. Now we don't need to tweet it. Excellent. Yeah. Um, 
Also, uh, you should um, check out the Twitch streams whenever they happen. Jamie, when do they happen? Uh, well, currently, do you know what I mean? I've, I've like fucked up my wrist forever by making too many dismissive wanking gestures at things we've read on this podcast. So, <laughs> but I've got I finally yeah. got a physio appointment for like the end of December. Oh, that's good. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, with there maybe more streams that happen over the Christmas period, um, I might pick yeah. up some of the slack and do some streams there as well. So we'll see how we look, go. Look forward um, to technical problems. Yes. Yes, but we have we now, now at least have a fucking Borg deck. Yeah, we now at least have a card we can put up when we have those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, that's that's us though. We'll see you all either on the bonus episode or uh next week. Yeah, bye. 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 bye.